0: Welcome to all of our new supporters on Patreon. This is an independently produced show, written, researched, produced, edited, distributed, and promoted by us, Carolyn, Kristen, and Michelle, and paid for out of our own pockets because it's important to us. But you can help us pay the bills by clicking the Patreon link on our website, poppreservationist.com, or by going to our link in bio on Instagram and finding the Patreon link in our link tree, it's one of the best ways for you to tell us that you like what you hear, so we can keep on trucking. Thank you, and enjoy the show.
1: What is it? Sweet love? Sweet, sweet love, love? Sweet love coming showing on off. a Saturday night? No, showing off <laughs> your heavenly light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never doing it, doing it, doing it. Mm-hmm. You better know how many doing us to say. Hello,
2: world, is a song singing come on get happy A whole lot of love is what we'll be will make you
0: happy Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who always had
1: one kid in their class who ate paste. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we will be saving the
2: music that sailed into our lives on a wave of Steely Dan and a tsunami of Toto, often with Michael McDonald at the helm. Today's topic is Yacht Rock.
1: I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists.
0: Welcome to an encore presentation of episode number 37, Yacht or Not, the PCPS's tribute to Yacht Rock. After the response we got when it first aired, we knew it deserved another look because our Yacht Rock episode has the highest number of downloads of any of our episodes to date. And so we have a special guest with us to help reintroduce the show. Here in Minneapolis, we have our own Yacht Rockologist in the form of DJ Jake Rude. Jake was an early adopter of Yacht Rock, folding it into his events and radio shows. In fact, Jake, you are responsible for my very first introduction to Yacht Rock. Jake Rude, welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society.
3: It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Okay, so here's what happened. I see a post on social media for a Yacht Rock dance party. At Psycho Susie's, which is a local tiki bar, and I'm like, Yacht rock? What is this yacht rock? But in the post, there was a picture of like Captain Stu being or something. <laughs> I it was something very love And because of the love thing, I was like, I think my my people might be there. Yes. And so I had to go. I went. This was a long time ago. I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah, I was about I've to say hosting. again, I'm raising long my hand. Like,
1: why weren't we invited? But I know you didn't know I did us. Then, know you. So your
0: excuse. Right. Yeah. It was probably the best time I've had in the new millennium. Awesome. Hands down, amazing, oh,
3: wow. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that's uh, and Psycho Susie's is such a, a brilliant uh, venue to host that right on the river with the water oh. views and and two levels and uh, being outside on the deck and the patio. It's just you know if it's a beautiful night at sunset, you're just nailing you're nailing it all with that those yachty vibes.
0: Tiki is all get out. Uh-huh. Okay. So in this Yacht Rock episode that we're re-releasing today, we dig deep on what Yacht Rock actually is, the definition of Yacht Rock, um, which actually can get kind of contentious, you'll hear. So this is what I'm asking of you. Can you tell us why? Like, why did you grab onto it? Why do you think it became such a movement like this? How did it get so big?
3: Well, like many, I saw the original series on YouTube and I thought it was brilliant and I, I laughed. And of course, they were portraying the musicians that were big in, from my youth. Uh, you know, the Steely Dans and the Holland Oates and the Christopher Crosses and the Michael McDonalds. And uh, the, this is the music that my stepmother, I'm sorry, my stepfather and my mother had on in the in the background this is the music that was on in the radio it was even on in the early days of mtv and so it brings me right back to my youth the days of uh not really caring about anything except for what you're listening to and mm-hmm. uh you know maybe if you want to go out and jump on your bmx bike and play with your friends <laughs> but uh that's that's pretty sweet if there's a hollow notes uh, soundtrack to that event you know <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so the the music of Yacht Rock um, just brought me back to those days. And it seemed to be a, a genre that a lot of people had forgotten about uh, until the uh, the Yacht Rock series hit YouTube. Mm-hmm. And people watch that and they're like, wow, you know, this music actually is is really good. This is good music. And I'm not a music snob. I never have been. I mean, I've worked at Five record stores, three record labels, uh, four radio stations. Uh, I've been in music for basically thirty years, and I, I just—I've never been a snob about music. If you like it, you like it, and—and mm-hmm. um, and unfortunately, the music and the musicians within the yacht world was, were always looked down upon. You know, as like. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't have the right look or the right sound of what was happening, and, and you know, they did. It wasn't for, cool anymore. Right. It wasn't cool mm-hmm. anymore, right? The the synthesizers and skinny ties and hair gel took over the feathered hair yeah. and the unbuttoned Munzine shirts and all that shit, <laughs> uh, which I love both of those looks, to be honest <laughs> right. with you. Bring it back. Yeah, totally.
0: Mm-hmm. It just swept the nation. It's almost like people were like the web series maybe opened the door and allowed people to step through and admit that they liked it. Like maybe it was a guilty pleasure and maybe and they put it away thinking they're not so like I'm not a cool person if I listen to that. But then if we're able to listen to it tongue in cheek or ironically, and then we can really admit that we love it. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Um, And there's I mean, what's really not to love about it?
0: Oh, my God.
3: I mean it's it kind of uh in especially in today's crazy world where you know mm-hmm. things are just changing left and right and there's just intensity everywhere this music just takes it down a notch and it and takes
0: down the temperature
3: it brings yeah. it mm-hmm. to a more smooth level you know
0: so people might need it in a different way now than they would have twenty years ago totally twenty yeah. years ago was too soon we didn't need it yet.
3: Yeah, of course, the world, you know, was still an intense place. But it just yeah. uh, with social media now invented it within those two 20 years. Um, yeah. Now everyone's up in everyone's business at all times. And, you know, what's happening over in this corner of the world, in this corner of the world where mm-hmm. you didn't before. And now it's right in front of your face. And you need to just step away from it and take it down a few notches. And Yacht Rock is always a beautiful mm-hmm. soundtrack to help you take it down.
0: I'm going to put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like the okay, perfect so storm though, right? Yeah. I is. mean, it's the
1: perfect storm of the nostalgia, but what we need yeah. um, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. right now yeah. to, to calm us down. It's like mm-hmm. a balm. Well,
3: especially yeah. for a certain age group, you know, if right, you, oh, right. If, you, yeah. if you remember it, because, you know, my seven-year-old daughter actually knows every word to Paul Davis's cool night, but she has no <laughs> idea yeah, it's actually it was her favorite song for for a while. It's gonna be a cool, a cool night. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it.
1: We do I that love too. That
2: song. We kind of just break out into song yeah. a lot of times. So just uh,
1: let for me hold you by the, fire the firelight. If it, if it don't, don't
3: feel, feel right, you can, you can go. go. Yeah, you know it.
0: Sometimes <laughs> it, it takes a while to cut us off. So, Jake, can you imagine <laughs> yeah. like
2: we're in our fifties yeah. and we find two other people in our lives that will break out into Paul Davis's cool night I mean this was so <laughs> exciting for us like finding totally. our people yes. and that's kind of what I think Yacht Rock has done for, for others you can find
0: your niche
2: like oh you liked it too oh, so did yes. I and yes. um,
0: yeah there's and now that, we're friends but... yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah so it's actually helping people connect with each other exactly Very you come so. out of the
1: closet about mm-hmm. loving these songs you can't imagine and, how long we're... it took us to get through our Carpenters episode <laughs> the other oh, day <laughs>
3: Oh, God. I, was like, so four hours.
1: I think we talked oh, for four God. hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got to edit that one down to about two. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> A
3: living angel, Karen Carpenter, that voice. It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: So
0: I mentioned that the definition of Yacht Rock can get a little contentious. People, there are haters out there, man, if you play the wrong thing, and they're like, that's not Yacht Rock, and you hear about that in the episode. But you found a way around that. Do you want to tell us about that?
3: (laughs) I have, um, and and that's big thanks to my wife. Um, She kind of uh, coined the term pontoon rock. And uh, (laughs) so the last five years, I've changed my uh, events from celebrating yacht rock to pontoon rock. And it kind of gives it a Minnesota twist, right? We're, we're the land of <laughs> over 10,000 lakes and uh, probably every 10th person, you know, either owns a pontoon or uh, knows someone who owns a <laughs> pontoon boat. And mm-hmm. um, when you're out on the water on a pontoon, uh, it doesn't need to be a yacht. I mean, let's get real here, right? Uh, this music sounds great no matter what device you're floating on the water on. Um but, uh, yeah, obviously most people know it as Yacht Rock. Pontoon Rock uh, just expands the boundaries because, as you said, uh, the, the folks who coined the term Yacht Rock have a very specific boundaries of, uh, oh, yeah. like, no, is this yacht or not? And um, Pontoon Rock brings in more of the, the mellow R&B, more of the smooth disco, um, things that definitely would not be uh, considered a yacht rock within the eyes of the, the yacht rock originators. And uh, so that's, that's kind of how but I get around they still sound
1: me. great on a pontoon. Jake, they still sound great on that. a pontoon. I can't tell you how much I love that. One reason is because I love the idea of, you know, all are welcome here. I love mm-hmm. the idea all floating Types of music are welcome yeah. here, yes. but as those of you <laughs> All listening, yes, as those of you listening are about to hear in this episode, we play a little game called Yacht or Knock, nah, right? Uh-huh. And I. Yeah. Kristen kind of puts us to the test, and I don't have um, a real great not like music knowledge. Like I, like you said earlier, I know what I like, and that's what I like. I don't do like real deep dives on all this stuff. So I had a really hard time differentiating between yacht or not because some of it, it's a very fine line you're walking based mm-hmm. on the criteria that the yacht rock guys give. And I even listened to these podcasts about it and I tried to learn and I studied and I did really hard. And I think even in the episode, in this episode, I say, I feel like I might get a C um if I was really <laughs> taking a test. So I love pontoon rock because I feel like... That's what I can do. Like, cause there was a lot of songs that I was kind of, ar- I'm you'll, as you'll hear, I'm kind of arguing like, mm-hmm. no, that's totally yacht rock. It has this and this. And according right. to the yacht rock guys, it doesn't. So I right. can now rename my playlist for this summer when I'm floating on my pontoon, I'm going to rename my yacht or not playlist pontoon rock.
3: I yeah, like thank that. You, Chester,
1: pontoon that's, rock. That's, I love it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm
3: honored. I'm honored. That's great. And so, yeah, that's exactly why, um, the, uh, the pontoon rock name was was coined because uh, all are welcome here, whether it's uh, got the cool factor of Steely Dan or some might say even cheese factor of Air Supply. You know, oh, they can God. still be in the same playlists.
1: Love it. Love God, all man. of it. My England Dan and John Fort Coley song was not Yacht. And oh, I still think it should be.
3: Yeah. So, ma- well, it's so many. it's pontoon for it sure. It is pontoon oh, for sure. Thank All you, it's right? It's yeah. going to
1: be pontoon mm-hmm. rock, though. I didn't. You know what? I didn't ever take it off my Yacht Rock playlist.
3: <laughs> yeah, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> we won't tell
1: anyone. Yeah, Thank just you. Just
3: the thousands of people listening. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot
0: now. What do you think, in your opinion, is the yachtiest Yacht Rock song?
3: Well, I mean, the first thing that comes into mind because of the title and the, just the ultra smoothness of it would be Sailing, right? By Christopher Cross. Christopher yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think you're in good company with that one.
3: Yeah, I would think that that's mm-hmm. probably a top contender for many folks. Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay, so even if you don't live in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, you can still experience DJ Jake Root over the airwaves because Jake hosts weekly themed music shows on Twitch, which is a thing your children know about. And you can hear him on Thursday nights on our local indie music station, The Current. If you live in the Twin Cities, that's 89.3 on your FM dial. And if you live outside the Twin Cities, you can stream by going to thecurrent.org. Okay, so now tell us about Twitch and your weekly show and tell people how to access it in case their children aren't home.
3: Sure. Yeah, well, I'll start out with uh, Minnesota Public Radio's The Current. Uh, I'll be celebrating 12 years with them this year is uh, hosting a specialty program called Transmission and that is the radio program that uh, features classic alternative. So this is the music that uh, was big in the late 70s all the way probably through the early 90s. Um, so post-punk, uh, dark wave, new wave, synth pop, dream pop, shoegaze, um, and indie rock and college rock in the 1980s. So uh, the U2, the R.E.M.'s, the Smiths, Echo and the Bunnymen, um, New Order, Depeche Mode, Tears for Fears, and and the band everyone loves, no matter what, Duran Duran. It's my favorite band. I was just band.
1: about oh. to say, well, don't about don't to say I'm up. sorry I didn't hear you say Duran Duran.
3: <laughs> it's my, it's my hey, favorite Eugene. band of all time. Michelle.
1: Michelle's yeah. <gasps> you 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 like, will you marry me? You I didn't probably, think you I should... could like Jake more uh. with the pontoon rock thing. And now... <laughs> Oh
3: no! He's yeah. connected
2: to all of us. He's got yeah. the Harry Connick thing for me. He's got mm-hmm. the Duran Duran for you, and he's got everything else for me. Mm-hmm. I just love music. Well,
3: I just love yeah. Music. yeah.
0: And he and he loves Andy Gibb too. I, I mean, do. there's right? Now, have you Find a guy that loves Andy Gibb.
3: Have you seen the photo? Did we talk about this? The photo of Andy Gibb in the Minnesota North Stars jersey from back in the day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. We okay. Just, this is something we call nipple lightning. You just <laughs> Christian go, needs oh, to take oh, a moment. She's gonna Whoa. leave.
3: <laughs> Nipple lightning. But how do you feel
1: about –
0: But Jake, this is the true test. Here's the big
1: question. Oh, I see. How do you feel about Barry Manilow?
3: Uh, You know, um, I I, I think that there is some – there's a time and place for Barry, for sure. Do I go Mm -hmm. and uh, turn him on to listen to at home? No, I don't. But uh, will I rock him in a certain playlist to a certain crowd? 100%. Yeah.
1: All right, that was, a pretty very, that was a that pretty politically a correct, correct answer that, for us because yeah, I think you knew who you were talking Are you to. running for yeah. governor
0: or something? Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> but, uh, I covered
0: all okay, so the bases. Us, yeah, the, you were telling us about your, your current show, and then oh, sure. you need to tell us about your Twitch, Twitch. shows.
3: Yep, so... Th- oh, wait,
0: did you tell us what time on Thursdays right. is transmission? Thursday
3: night at uh, 10 p.m. Central. So then on Wednesdays and on Saturdays, I host um, transmission on the Twitch platform, and that brings it to... Um, a different level because there is um, sound and vision. So I'm playing music videos, and we do different themes. As a matter of fact, this Saturday, my theme is 1986. So every song you'll hear for uh, five-plus hours will be from 1986.
0: With videos.
3: With videos. And that— If
0: you miss. MTV, yeah, Hello, Twitch, and
3: it's going to be within the classic alternative world. So you won't be hearing, this. you know, like too much top forty and, and such within that show because I specialize more in the classic alternative. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, again, the the new orders, the Smiths, the Tears for Fears.
1: Make sure you tell us how to find you on Twitch. Right you tell us how do you when. Do- Twitch. so yeah, like, How do you what do
3: it? it? So you don't, do don't need a it? membership. You literally can uh, click the link, uh, the address I'm about to send you, or I mean, uh, I guess talk to you about, uh, and you can just and we'll watch put it, it in our newsletter. Oh, wonderful! Too. Okay, in cool. Our show uh, yeah. You just click that link, and you can just watch the show. If you want to partake it in the opens. chat room, yes, yep. Okay. If you want to partake in the chat room and like say, oh my god, I remember this video. All right, I saw the debut of this video on MTV in 1983, and all of that jazz, I mean, the, the, the chat room is on fire. Sometimes I have anywhere from uh, on a slower night, you know, maybe 250 to 300, but uh, I've had up to over a thousand people. And so if you have a uh, hundred people chatting at once in the chat room, it can fly by. The, the channel is uh, simply twitch.tv forward slash DJ Jake Rude. And it's DJ, J-A-K-E-R-U-D-H. Weird last name, but easy to find.
0: And we'll put that all over the place so people can find it because you're welcome listeners. I think we just gave you something to do on Saturday night that allows you to stay home in your comfy pants. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, totally. (laughs) You're
0: welcome. (laughs) Thanks Jake for being here with us today and for sharing your yacht rockology with us.
3: It's been an absolute pleasure and I hope I get to do it again because it was way too fun.
0: Oh, we'd love it. We're having you open invitation so
1: much. Okay.
0: And thank you listeners for your continued support. Enjoy the show. come aboard. Would you care for a glass of reunite on ice? I like your cravat. Is that apricot? What's that? I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the sound of the seagulls. Perhaps after sunset, they'll ride like the wind to be free again. Let's just relax here in our captain's hats and enjoy the music. I'll turn it up.
2: Yacht Rock is a new term for old music. It was created in 2005 by a group of actors in Hollywood who liked to get together on the weekends to eat barbecue and listen to smooth music on vinyl, which meant it was old. Music that wasn't necessarily about boats, but sounded like something you might listen to on a boat. Hence the name Yacht Rock. Songs like
1: Cool Change by the Little River Band, Rosanna by Toto Sailing by Christopher Cross Reminiscing by The Little River Band Hey 19 by Steely Dan What a Fool Believes by The Doobie Brothers Ride Like the Wind by Christopher Cross
0: Steal Away by Robbie no. Dupree Wildest. to give people all the feels here's a quote from retrohitstributes.com that says it perfectly yacht rock reaches into a bank of emotional memories especially for the 40 something demographic which would now of course be 50 something demographic some may recall swimming in a pool during the summer of 78 while steely dan's peg or the little river band streamed over an analog radio on the deck or perhaps some remember a ride in 79 to Little League practice, gymnastics, or dance class while Ride Like the Wind played over the car
2: radio. Oh gosh, you guys, that is the soundtrack to my mm-hmm. youth, are those I songs. I mean, that was the sweet spot was, you know, late or mid-70s, 1976 mm-hmm. to 1984. That was all my middle school and all my high school.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
2: it just captures that spot of my youth.
0: I think it has, um, there is a car element to it, right? The right mm-hmm. How they say where well, you're going to Little League or gymnastics or dance class. I think you're right because it's that AM radio and your mom is driving mm-hmm. you someplace. And so this is the soundtrack of you going places when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: You guys know my musical taste has always been that of a middle-aged woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not a surprise that I have loved this genre and style of music my entire life. Um, Honestly, I was the 10-year-old with Captain and Tennille albums instead of Michael Jackson albums. Or I was the 13-year-old with DeBarge albums, which not Yacht Rock, but Smooth, you know, just kind of slow, easy listening instead of like Def Leppard. And I think for us also, um, you know, we relied on radio in, yeah, in the seventies. We didn't have playlists or any other for other than the albums our parents played or that we played on the mm-hmm. the record player. So that was the music that was playing. And so it was just all the time. It was in the car, it was it was at home. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's the music of our childhood. Kiss you know, well,
0: on my list. Kiss on my list came on the radio when I got my first ride in our brand new Sunshine Yellow Ford Fiesta. It was, and the car was so tiny. It was way too small for our whole family of five, but there was a gas shortage and we were doing our part. Mm-hmm. So we just had this tiny little car for all five of us. And it felt like hearing this song in this sunny yellow car, it felt like the 80s are coming. Like something <laughs> big was happening. It was a sunny car and it was a sunny song and it was just making me smile and it felt like a new day. Oh,
2: that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree with the whole um, the radio aspect of it and the AM there was a sound to AM radio too that made the this music sound in a specific way to me. And I had an AM radio that my dad brought home from work. So he worked for Texaco, which was an oil company, and they must have had some kind of a promotion. They had these replicas of a Haviland oil can. So Texaco's brand of oil was Haviland, and it was actually an AM radio. And I would sit in my room and I would turn that radio on and listen to all of these songs And I also realized pretty much the only times I listened to them were in my bedroom, on that radio, or in the car, like you said. Mm -hmm. Because I have this inkling, as I've been visiting these songs again, that I was kind of a little embarrassed. Like, these weren't the songs that, kind of like you said, Michelle, that I was listening to maybe um, at some of my friends' house or um, in the car, like going to the roller rink with friends. This was the stuff that our parents were playing but that I really secretly loved. Right. So now that it's kind of found this new life, I'm like, and then other people are liking it too. I feel like, oh my gosh, I get to like admit now that I love Yacht
0: yes. Rock. And it's I not love even these a guilty songs. pleasure. Yes. It's like validated, it's completely yes. validated. Yeah.
1: I feel like for me, I don't really have a lot of specific memories tied to these songs like you do, Kristen, like you just said, <laughs> writing in the car, or even Carolyn, you do with, um, with the specific songs and the radio. For me, it all goes back, you guys, to what we talked about in our Sad Songs of the 70s episode. It's a feeling I get when I hear some of these songs, more than a specific memory. I have certain feelings more than I have specific memories about mm-hmm. many of these songs. And I, and I can't even really put the feeling into word. It's almost just that sort of choked up feeling. It's, an, it's a good feeling. It's a good memory. And I wanted to also share that like me, uh,
2: one of our society members and fellow Yacht Rock lovers, Melissa, shared how her first Yacht Rock memories are tied also to the AM radio. And she wrote, My love of Yacht Rock really first started because Mom took me to and from grade school, ballet, and other activities through seventh grade, and the in-car accompaniment— was an AM radio station.
0: See, it's the car again. This yes. is very much about being in your mm-hmm. car. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And what
2: is mom going to listen to right. but an AM radio station? And as Melissa said, you know, considered middle of the road. And in the mid to late 70s, that meant a lot of what we now think of as yacht rock, mm-hmm. that kind of adult contemporary music, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah and there's also um there is a there's a very smooth California vibe to it all and these are the songs that um That my cool aunt had in her record collection. Everybody has Mm -hmm. a cool aunt, right? She had Poco and Pablo Cruz and Boz Skaggs and Holland Oates and Steely Dan. And she was young and she was single. And so when we went to her house, we weren't like children. We were like her friends. And she would let us listen to any record we want. And we could drink soda, even though it wasn't Saturday. (laughs) And she took us to see Willy Wonka. She tried to take me to see Rocky Horror, but my mom said no. Um, But she lived in California. So these are California songs for me, which really lines up, I think, with a Mm -hmm. lot of other
1: Yacht Rock definitions. Mm -hmm. I agree. And now, I think now, almost like everything we talk about and in our podcast and everything we share on social media, now everybody's listening to this music, I think, again over the past few years because it brings you such a sense of comfort and nostalgia. And it's a fun connection to have with people to... Talk about the shared memories we have of the, all of these songs and all of these artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. who are still performing? Yeah, (laughs) mostly. Sometimes with different band members, but they're still out there performing. Well, and like a lot of stuff that
0: um, people think was dumb when it came out, you give it a little bit of time and get people away from their egos, and you can start to understand the quality, and you can Mm -hmm. admit to the fact that this was super high-quality stuff. You want to pretend that it's dumb? Well, here's a
1: question. Did we think it was dumb, though, you guys? But in the 70s, did we think it was dumb? I don't think so. I think it was Mm -mm. considered really kind of cool music that was well, the style my, yeah my cool aunt had the, all those albums after so, disco yeah. here came all this kind of really smooth rock yeah. and it was it mm-hmm. was what you listened to and i think it was cool actually but maybe mm-hmm. that was just me with my middle-aged music. Right? I think that was your old soul speaking. <laughs> yeah. I Like I said, I have this, this
2: tinge, this feeling of there were places that I wouldn't maybe admit. Like if mm. we were at the lunch table and people were talking about, oh, what's your favorite song? I'm maybe not going to say Cool Change or you know, Sailing mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. from Toto when they're saying some Bruce Springsteen song or oh, some Bon sure. Jovi song or something. Because it, it wasn't
1: was, edgy. It wasn't yeah. edgy. The songs the creators of Yacht Rock gravitated toward all seem to come from a very particular era, specifically 1976 to 1984. And they noticed that a lot of these songs seem to share the same musicians, most notably Michael McDonald, the cozy bearded baritone who was the lead singer on the yachtiest yacht rock song ever. What a fool believes. He was everywhere, you guys. Honestly, the man Mm -hmm. was a genius and has made a fortune out of not having an ego. Because you'll also find him singing backup or collaborating with not just the Doobie Brothers, but also Steely Dan, Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins, Toto, James Ingram, and more, even Michael Jackson. More Mm -hmm. than any others, Michael McDonald's voice is a dead giveaway that a song is supremely yacht rock. It's probably the
0: number one factor in whether or not a song is yacht right. or not. But these songs are also, they also shared session musicians. Mm-hmm. They didn't just share Michael McDonald. They also shared musicians and personnel, like producers and songwriters and things like that. So these people may not be household names, but they pop up on a variety of people's albums. So did you guys know, for example, that Toto, probably the yachtiest band of all, started out as the backing band for Boz Skags?
1: No, did not That's know that.
0: See, I did not know that either. That's all part of my Yacht Rock education. <laughs> and But once you start to know these guys' names, like um, there's Steve Lukather, Jeff Porcaro, Quincy Jones. You guys know Quincy, Quincy Jones, mm-hmm. David Foster. You probably know that too. You'll start to see them everywhere. I even found some of them on Sean Cassidy's albums. I'm not kidding. Yeah, that's true. Wow. It's almost as if like these session musicians would just be hanging around the studio mm-hmm. and somebody would say, Hey, we need a guitar player. Will you come over across the hall?
2: Yeah. Talk about no ego. That's that takes a lot to just love the music and be willing to play in these bands Mm -hmm. and not have your name out there. Mm -hmm. Guess what? I got another good fun fact for you.
0: (gasps) Please bring it on. So the lead
2: singer of Toto's name is Joseph Williams. Do you know who Joseph Williams' father is? Oh no.
1: Oh my god, you are so Garth (laughs) Williams. The illustrator (laughs) of Charlotte's (laughs) Watch. Good try. And I really tried
2: to find a John Sebastian link. He's not (laughs) He's not got rockish enough. No, uh, Joseph Williams' father is John Williams. (gasps) Yes, no way. Yes, the um, iconic movie, motion picture film composer, Composer? Star Wars, Wars. Oliver. Yes, and a multitude of others. That's That's his dad.
0: That is crazy. There you go. I'm going to get a T-shirt that says "That is crazy" because I feel like that's my response to everything Carolyn says.
1: (laughs) That is crazy. We'll make it a drinking game, listeners. Oh God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a few more
2: yeah. fun little facts as we move on. Oh, good. So,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so these dudes that are at these listening parties, their names are J.D. Risnar, Hunter Stare, David Lyons, and Steve Huey. J.D. Risnar, by the way, you can catch him on a handful of episodes of the show Drunk History, which is a nightly ritual for me now. Wow. Because my kid will come watch them with me. After <laughs> the nightly news with Lester Holt? Yes, Lester Holt, then <laughs> Drunk History. Yes, exactly. Um So anyway, those guys that I just named—they coined the phrase "yacht rock" for what they were listening to. The runner-up name, by the way, was "marina rock," which was a play on the words "arena rock." Yeah, and they agree, "marina rock" was not a word. Yeah, I would have never
2: made—I would have never made that connection to arena rock.
0: Mm -hmm. That's what I'm here for, Carolyn.
2: Thank Mm -hmm. you, (laughs) Amelia Bedelia needs it to be a little more obvious.
0: So, in so doing, they—you know—in naming this, these. This genre of music that they were listening to, they unintentionally cobbled together a new genre of music that already existed. It just never had a name. Right. Um, and they start getting goofy at these get-togethers and imagining all the yachty things that these artists would say and do, like, you know, what would Michael McDonald say to Kenny Loggins <laughs> about this song? Um, and they what create... a fool believes. That's what he would yes. say. <laughs> That's what a fool <laughs> believes, Kenny. Yeah. That's what a fool believes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. And they create a short film. Mm -hmm. These guys Mm -hmm. create a short film, just five minutes long, about a California marina that is run by Coco Goldstein, (laughs) a fictional record industry mogul in a captain's hat, and they enter it into a video
1: contest. And they called it Yacht Rock. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The best way I can describe the series is this. You guys, you know how a lot of famous actors say they got their start as kids with an old Super 8 camera making crappy and bizarre movies around the neighborhood with their friends. Yeah. It's that. It's that.
0: (laughs) In five-minute increments. It's
1: that, yeah. It is It's just a bunch of super campy, no budget, horribly acted, over-satirized short stories with ridiculous scripts, bad but hilarious wigs, and fictitious and over-the-top plots, if you can even call them that. Um, and they're attempting to educate us on the behind the scenes of many of the yaddiest yacht rock songs out there, according to them. We yeah. see a we see a version of Michael McDonald, of course. We see a Kenny Loggins, we see a Christopher Cross shows up straight off the farm from Texas. Um we see Hall and Oates picking fights with all of them. And Oates' wig, by the way, is what really deserves honorable mention in the entire <laughs> totally. series. Um, and so they're just these short five-minute. They 're on youtube they're these short five minute films that basically make fun of the songwriting process, however, they are fueled by a very deep love and respect of the genre of music,
0: yeah, they really do, and they and none of the people who are acting as these famous people, nobody resembles. Anybody, so there's a lot of dependence on wigs, like um, like Michelle said, and even they. So John Oates's mustache, they couldn't find a mustache big enough, so they just cut a piece of his wig and put it on his face. And then, did you see the episode, you guys, where he takes off his shirt and he, they have a wig on he has his a chest? wig on his chest,
1: and he's it's nuts. So funny. He's he's like nutty nuts. Yeah,
0: I was just gonna say.
2: And Michelle, um, it's interesting that you speak. To the fact that these fictitious plots, because I um, read that Michael McDonald, after he watched some of these episodes, thought, huh, there's a lot more truth to these than um, (laughs) these guys probably even realize. Oh, my God. Did did Coco really
1: dive from a harpoon? (laughs)
2: You know, I'm not sure which plot lines exactly. I'm really hoping it's not the one where Jim Messina was a homeless man. Oh, my God. that one really got me. Because (laughs) Loggins had broken up. Yes. Broken up. I think he dropped him like a hot potato and then just went on. Because he wanted to be
0: smooth. And Jim Messina wasn't smooth. He was folky.
1: Jimmy Messina, how is she blowing? Fuck you, Loggins.
2: (laughs) Fucked up. Why did you do this to me? Why'd you kick
1: me out of the band? <coughs>
2: this is getting too real. This is gonna be me, I know it.
3: Come on, everybody. Everything's smooth. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy, remember the good times. Whenever I call you, then, I begin to think I understand. <laughs> Their shitty music make me barf, in. This is ridiculous. You're a sentimental fool, Kenny. You think you can
1: come right back here from long ago and and recreate your friendship just by mustering a smile and telling some nostalgic tales? That's what a fool believes, Kenny. That's what. That's what a fool believes.
2: And I, I love Loggins and Messina. So, even though that was a really funny um, ep- little episode and plotline, my heart was breaking for, for Jim Messina.
0: Where is he? Oh, gosh. And they don't, because you don't recognize anybody, because nobody looks like anybody, whenever somebody comes on the screen, they put their name (laughs) on the screen, and Mm -hmm. then they'll put a little tagline underneath it. And my favorite one is when Kenny Loggins comes on the screen, and it says, Winnie the Pooh enthusiast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, I love all those songs. As you can tell, we really loved the series, and so did all the people that watched it during this contest because they won the contest. Mm -hmm. And people lined up down the block to watch the broadcast of new episodes. And then came the dawn of YouTube. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a whole lot out on YouTube right now. And at this point, they put it on there. And oh my gosh, even if you hear them tell the story, they put it out there and then It went viral. I mean, they had no idea it was going to be the hit that it was. Um, And it now has become a broadly recognized genre of music. There are yacht rock nights at bars. Sirius Radio created a yacht rock channel. Everyone starts creating yacht rock playlists and iTunes back in the mid aughts because Spotify wasn't around yet. And there are yacht rock cover bands with their own legion of followers called Anchorheads.
1: It's so interesting to me that. Now there are yacht rock nights at bars. There are yacht rock channels. Spotify has a million yacht rock playlists. There are albums called now. That's what I call yacht rock. And now that's what I call yacht rock too. And it's really this group (laughs) of guys who developed this term. Mm -hmm. They didn't trademark it though, did they? No, because think about it, you guys. They're not Mm -hmm. getting paid for all of this, are they? They coined this term that is now so widely used. It's only been since two thousand ten, so it's only been the past eleven years that this two thousand five. Oh, two thousand five. That's right. Yeah. So So, mm-hmm. uh, I just—it's just—I feel like they've got to be a little bit bitter about that. Oh, I think they are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they
1: are. I would be. Hmm. I would be too. I—I I,
0: I think what they did was they—they they capitalized on their creativity, but their creatives first. And maybe didn't figure out how to make money from it. I listened to an interview that the Yacht Rock guys did with one of the cover bands, um, who's very successful, extremely commercially successful. These guys make money from their cover band. The Yacht Rock guys do not. And so the, and they're a little bitter about it. Of they're, course. There's, and their first question <laughs> to the to the Yacht Rock review guys was: So what are we doing wrong? <laughs>
1: Well, well they don't sing, for one. Of they are, course they're, they're, not they're a bitter, band. right. But people are capitalizing. I mean, just that there's albums called, now that's what I call Yacht Rock, right. that people say, oh, I want that album. I want that CD. Yeah. It's all because of the term that Absolutely. these people coined. That's what we all know, this genre yep. of music. And I think we're just about to talk about what exactly is Yacht Rock? I think everybody has their own definition of it. And Mm -hmm. some people can say, well, that is Yacht Rock. That's not. And you're wrong and you're wrong and I'm right. And does that really matter? But still, I just keep going back to these poor guys who they're like, if we had never created this video series and come up with this word, you guys would, this all might be different. This genre of music Mm -hmm. might not be as popular as it is today because people would not have maybe grouped it. Like they do now,
0: right. I mean, they humbly acknowledge that the people that they um, that they often condemn for being loosey goosey with their yacht rock selections and their performances are the people who are actually doing the hard work of bringing yacht rock to the people. Mm-hmm. Yacht Rock Mm -hmm. to the people. That's hard to say. Yeah, they're the ones who are actually popularizing the genre. So that's why they're like, so what are we doing wrong, you guys? Yeah. Well, I think
2: for them, unfortunately, they just were kind of ahead of their time in terms of all of going viral and all of Mm -hmm. this. It was just, now I think if this was happening now, they'd have a whole different, they probably would have copyrighted or written, copy, whatever, Mm. the past copyright.
1: Copyright? I don't know. Copywritten? Trademarked.
2: Um, the name, and, yeah, yeah, approached it very differently mm-hmm. than they did back in 2005 when yeah. we didn't have a you know a framework for this yeah. yet, really. And now a break for station identification.
1: Okay, you guys, who wants to play a game? I'm raising my hand. Yeah, me. Okay, I see one. I see two. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. I'm going to ask the questions Jeopardy style, and you each get one chance to give me the correct answer. Obviously, in the form of a question. Got it? Got it. Yes, ma'am. Okay, here I go. Question one. Following or subscribing to the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast on whatever platform you listen. Kristen.
0: What is, how can we help make sure the PCPS gets heard
1: by more people? Correct. Excellent. Good job. Awesome. Okay, next question. Clicking all five of those stars if you listen on Apple Podcast. Carolyn, what is how can we help
2: make sure the PCPS gets heard by more people?
1: Yes, excellent, good job. Good okay, job, next question. <laughs> Leaving a lovely review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Kristen.
0: Um, what is how can we help make sure the PCPS gets heard by more people?
1: Oh wow, you guys are really good. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. Okay. Here's another one. Sharing our podcast and our social media pages with friends. Carolyn. What is, how
2: can we help spread the joy of our Gen X nostalgia to even more people?
1: Ding, ding, ding. Correct. (laughs) Oh, good And you. You know what, Carolyn? I think that might be the most important one of all and will make us all winners. Thanks for playing, you guys. And now back to the show. So
2: you guys remember our friend Melissa, who Mm -hmm. gave us Mm -hmm. that quote back in the beginning. She loved Yacht Rock back in the 70s, and she loves it now. So much so that she heads up a group, a fan group of a Yacht Rock cover band called Yacht Rock Review. And she is the head anchor head. They've given themselves a name. And what I love about it is, as she has shared they've created this community. They have found like-minded lovers of Yacht Rock Mm -hmm. who follow this band, Yacht Rock Review. And she said their friendship and sense of community got them through the pandemic, that Yacht Rock Review uh, would play Facebook Lives and do all these kind of things that helped create community. She went on to say that, now when I think of Yacht Rock, I think of the band Yacht Rock Review and how a bunch of band member live streams and a community of fans that dubbed themselves Anchorheads, got me through the pandemic and became friends. Smooth became substantial, and what could be dismissed as a throwaway genre became a pretty meaningful one. Wow. I love that. They are a little bit controversial, I think, when it comes to songs that they sing. Are they really Yacht Rock or not? Oh, Because it is kind of a a topic that people can get Uh kind of heated about. Because people often label something yacht rock that the creators, our friends who who did the web series, say doesn't qualify. Sirius Radio is going to have a very inclusive list, obviously, because Mm -hmm. they need the more songs they have, the more people will listen. Whereas JD Riznar and the OG yacht rock guys are far more discriminating. They're purists because, of course, I mean they know what they meant. They started the whole thing. And mm-hmm. people can get very, very defensive when it comes mm-hmm. to considering what is yacht or not.
0: It's really confusing, you guys, because still after all of this discussion that we've had, it's really difficult to find an exact definition of what it is like an official legit dictionary definition like from an official website or even wikipedia it all seems really kind of loosey-goosey you sort of have to cobble it together from a variety of sources so you don't mistakenly deem something yacht rock when it's not um so i don't did you guys find do you guys feel confident in in knowing what yacht rock is did you find a
1: definition that made sense to you no Um, Okay, you guys, I want to give you a disclaimer, because as you guys know, and as our listeners know, Mm -hmm. um, I am the first person to admit I am musically ignorant. Uh, This episode (laughs) was both a challenge for me and an education, because I don't know or recall a lot of uh, bands and song titles and everything like that. So no, I didn't come to a great definition of what it was. But over the past week or so, I've been studying this like I'm going to be tested on it. But I still don't think I'd get better than like a C. It's so complicated. (laughs) And it depends on who's giving the test. Right. It totally does. And who do you think should give the
0: test?
2: That's my question.
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. Who should give the test? Well, I have an answer. Okay. I mean, I think the guys who came up with the term should give the test. <laughs> I, I that's mean, what why I was are we say. arguing that? If I will, they just dis- if they developed it, they should be the arbiters of what is and is not yacht. But is there even a question? But I don't yeah. even know if they know, to be honest with you. <laughs> They do know. They they feel very strongly about it. They feel very strongly about it, but we just keep, we have to keep asking them Mm -hmm. the questions. But the one thing that they can land on is, like Michelle said in the beginning, it generally falls into a very specific time period, which is 1976 to 1984. It's music that you would hear on a yacht, not music about yachts which mm-hmm. is very confusing. Right. Just because it's a metaphor, sale, people. It's a metaphor. It's not, just because it has the word sale in it does not make it Yacht Rock, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people
1: automatically assume that's what a Yacht Rock sounds. Right. Is. Or if um, it's about a drink you would drink on a boat, people often think it should be <laughs> Yacht Rock, right? Like the Pina Colada song.
0: Correct. <laughs> yes. Well, I would drink this on a yacht, so that's Yacht Rock, right? Mm-hmm. One of the other... Um, sometimes I think looking at alternative terms will help you understand a little bit. So one of the alternative terms for Yacht Rock was West Coast. That did not stick. Um, we talked about Marina Rock already which was a play on arena rock, retail rock, something that you'd hear Hmm. as you're shopping in the mall, right? I used to say all the songs that no one hates, right? (laughs) Everybody likes it. Even grandma likes it. Um, But having references to Southern California or at least a Southern California vibe is very important. This comes directly from the Yacht Rock guys. Mm -hmm. There is an awareness of black people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it has jazz and R&B as an influence. Right. Um, But sometimes it's also called whitewashed R&B. There's a little spirit of disco in it, but it's disco all smoothed out. Mm -hmm. So grandma will Mm -hmm. like it.
1: I think we should mention too and put in our show notes, you guys, and for everybody listening, we listened to a two-part podcast episode in our preparation for for this episode um, called the Hit Parade Podcast. And the host of that... Is Chris Melanthe. And you guys, he was like, he's like a scholar. Well, he is a, a music he scholar. He's a scholar. Oh, he's yeah. our but music Jesus. He, there was almost too much information about Yacht Rock coming at me. <laughs> I'm still a little confused, but it was so interesting. And he yeah. is a wonder. I want him to read me bedtime stories. Um, he is a wonderful podcast host. So check that out. We'll put it in the show notes. It's a hit parade, but also, the thing that he talked about that um is called the doobie bounce, which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. just so you guys should know, is my n- new go-to dance move, by the way. The doobie <laughs> oh. bounce. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we have to um, see a video so of that. Um it's basically a yacht rock archetype that it's that signature bright syncopated chord progression. It's usually played with a piano or a synthesizer, and mm-hmm. it recurred on a string of hit records that are considered yacht rock, like Steal Away, mm-hmm. He's So Shy, which is that really bouncy Pointer Sisters Pointer song. Sister, yeah. Um, you can think of it on Love Will Keep Us Together by Captain and to Neil, This Is It, Heart to Heart by Kenny Loggins, and so many more. Do you guys know who originated the Doobie Bounce? Michael McDonald? Isn't Michael McDonald the answer for everything in this no.
0: episode? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? The Yacht Rock Quiz has every answer to be Michael McDonald. No, the um, the Doobie Bounce, although it appeared in um, in What a Fool Believes, and that's why it's called the Doobie Bounce, it was actually originated by the Captain and Neil. Because the captain and Neil were keyboard players for the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys are not Yacht Rock just because they have beach in the title. <laughs> not Yacht Rock. Nonetheless, what they would do, they would use the keyboard or the piano to make a percussive rhythm underneath the song. And um, then when they made their own music, they did the same. Some of them, some of their songs are yacht, some of them are not. Um, and it's confusing Because the captain wears a captain's hat, so then people assume that all of their songs are yacht rock. It's very confusing. Everybody,
1: listener, don't let the captain's hat fool you. Right. Or the pina colada. It's a ruse. It's a ruse.
2: (laughs) Uh, J.D. likes to troll people on Twitter when they try to claim a song or make up their own rules. And I just wanted to read one that I thought was kind of funny. Um, So Bill Simmons, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he's a sport. Personality. And he had tweeted at one point, um, my Sunday gift to you. I made the only yacht rock playlist on Spotify that truly matters. So Bill Simmons, the sports guy, is saying this is that's a big, this is the one. And he says, these were my four rules. And his four rules were it has to feel like it could be played on a yacht, no soft 70s rock allowed, so no bread or air supply, etc. Every three to three and a half songs needs to include Michael McDonald in some way. <laughs> and anything, three and a half. <laughs> like three yes, and a I half know, songs. Right? <laughs> and anything after 1984 is probably too late. Mm-hmm. And then JD was not gonna have that. And he comes back and says, Not only are the not only are these rules a stupid are stupid, but oh your own God. terrible playlist breaks your own damn stupid rules. Imagine <laughs> if the socks we're playing the Yanks, and the Yanks just decided to play baseball by their own stupid rules, and everyone just went with it. That's how I feel right now. So he was very <laughs> upset that the, you can't just change the rules. I'm the one who made the rules. I yeah. made the rules. You and that's to make how up your I feel rules? about my Yacht Rock mm-hmm. is that when I was picking songs, you know, you just can't make things up as you go along. No. And.
0: Yeah, so that's. I agree. (laughs) Kind of work. I agree. Yeah. So they created something called the Yachtsky scale because of this problem. The actual Yacht Rock guys who made the web series, who coined the term, they created the Yatsky scale so they could analyze and rank songs for how yacht certain songs really were. A song has to get a score of 50 or higher to be considered legitimate yacht rock. And a score of 90 or higher makes that song an essential yacht rock selection. Anything under 50, not yacht. Or as they say, Nyat rock, which <laughs> I, rock. Is that supposed to be like nyat? Mm-hmm. Like it's Russian. It might be a little too circuitous for me. Nyot Rock. Um, So they have a whole spreadsheet. You can find the scores of all of these songs. There's a whole spreadsheet of the songs and their scores at yacht or nyat. Say it so carefully yacht or nyat.com. And you can hear them discuss each of these songs on their podcast, which is called
1: Beyond Mm -hmm. Yacht Rock. So we thought we'd play a game of yacht or not. We asked our followers to tell us their most essential yacht rock songs, or if they had any songs whose yachtiness was in question, and we thought we'd run them through the yatsky scale and see how yachty these songs are. And I do have to add, so
0: please understand that when we give the reasons if something is is not yacht and we give the reasons this is coming straight <laughs> from the originators of yacht rock themselves mm-hmm. these are their assessments i mean we'll put in our own assessments as well um and then we'll assess and see if we can do it but we're just the messengers yes, here don't yes, shoot don't the messenger shoot them, please yes, yes. and oh. if it's and if We say that your favorite yacht rock song is not yacht rock. It does not mean that it's a bad song. No, and it also doesn't mean that you can't listen to it on a boat. No, you (laughs) or or with a piña colada, yes, and a captain's hat, yes. If it's not yacht. Mm You just put it on a different playlist,
1: that's all. All soft <laughs> seventy songs are welcome here if you love them. However, yes. they may not be considered Yacht Rock. Correct. Just be <laughs> yes. prepared. Just but be we prepared. definitely had, and you guys went nuts responding to our question, and um, we definitely though had some that the Yacht Rock, the originators of Yacht Rock, do not think as yacht rock, according to their definition. And you guys repeated these songs um, yes. over and over again. So <laughs> we're going to start. I'm going to say them. And once again, okay. because I sort of sit in fangirl jail when it comes to music, I'm kind of with you guys. I kind of look at all these songs and I'm like, sure, there's a handful that I'm like, no, 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 that's not yacht rock. Mm-hmm. But most of these, I'm like, why? Why? So I'm, I'm, probably going to defer to Kristen and Carolyn for a lot of these. Okay, so the first song um, that you all might think of as Yacht Rock, and many of you do, because it has the word sail in it, is Come Sail Away by Styx. But I would definitely say not Yacht Rock. And my reasoning is just because, uh, by the way, fantastic song. 100 for the song. But um, it's too rocky at the end. It's not smooth enough.
2: I totally agree with you, but I'll take it one step further. There is not one song by Styx that is Yacht Rock. <laughs> so if, if a song is performed by Styx, it is automatically Nyacht. yacht,
0: yacht. Um, this is Anthem Rock. Or Arena Rock.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The Yatski scale 7.25 on oh. a score of 100. Remember, to be Oops. yacht, you have to be over 50. If you're under 50, you
1: are not yacht. And this <sighs> is 7.25. Okay, oh, yeah. barely not.
0: registered. Yeah. Yes.
1: Not Okay. Not. Uh the next song, I'm Not in Love by 10CC, great song. I'm
3: not
0: in love. So In your face. I'm going through. Such a beautiful song. This is one of my favorite songs, but this is not Yacht because it sounds spacey. You remember in the beginning where they have that layered vocal? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really cool and I really love it, but it sounds spacey and there's no space
1: in Yacht Rock. It's mm-hmm. very terrestrial. Mm-hmm. I, and that comes directly from the Yacht Rock guys. Because mm-hmm. I'm playing mm-hmm. it in my head right now and I'm kind of seeing that, but I'm also just seeing that it is kind of soft and smooth. But man, that's a. There's some fine lines they're walking. Well, um, and I
0: think you're right. There are very fine lines that they're walking. They do what they want. Mm-hmm, I know that right. there's a special word yeah. for that, but they do what they want. And so as smooth as this song may be, it could be that the space part,
1: they're like, disqualified. Yeah. Well, not, not all smooth <laughs> songs are yacht rocks. No, rock, that's, so. true. Correct. that's true. No. That's true. Because let's not forget, we need to also be able to hear the influences of jazz and the influences of R&B and the influences yeah, of soul in these songs. What is the score? The score for 10
0: CC's I'm Not In Love. 26.25. Oh, pretty low. Officially, not yet. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, the next song is one that we all love. Sky rockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. We're going to talk more about this song in our next podcast episode, but that's Afternoon Delight by Starlin mm-hmm. Vocal Band.
0: Yacht or not, not. folks. Not, not, <gasps> not yacht. I'm not. No, it's not even close. Remember, I'm I'm the purist here. This doesn't this doesn't
2: meet a lot of those um, requirements that they have. So I love this song. It is one of my favorites from the '70s, but it is mm-hmm. not yacht, in my opinion. And my opinion counts. What does the Yatsky scale say?
0: The Yatsky, well, I'm gonna add to that. Okay. Because this is a country crossover hit. There's acoustic guitar. And they also say that you can't have any songs that sound like you would sing them around a campfire. And you would definitely sing this around the campfire. Mm -hmm. So no, it is not yacht. And the Yatsky score is The Yatsky score for Starland Vocal Band's Afternoon Delight is
1: nine.
2: Oh, (gasps) nine. Oh, that's a lot lower Mm -hmm. than I thought it would be. Ooh, man.
1: Uh Okay, the next song is Ricky Don't Lose That Number by Steely Dan. Ricky don't lose that number. You don't want to call nobody else. Now you'd think Steely Dan is yacht.
0: Mm-hmm. Is it yacht or not
1: kristen? well the so Steely Dan
0: is oftentimes noted as the epitome of yacht rock. People think of Steely Dan as the mm-hmm. epitome of yacht rock, and that is true. It is a lot of the music that um that yacht rock is is based on because a lot of the musicians who played Steely Dan are the musicians that kind of floated through Toto and yep. all of the other these other bands to make these smooth, smooth songs. That does not mean that all of their songs are yacht um. So Ricky Don't Lose That Number. They say this is a very controversial song because it is super smooth, but there's no Michael McDonald. It's Steely Dan. (laughs) Well, then not Michael McDonald. And this is what they say. I love this. This is perfect. They say that Steely Dan is the primordial ooze from whence Yacht Rock emerged. Ooh, primordial ooze. Yes. The Yachtsky score for Ricky Don't Lose That Number by Steely Dan. Fifty-five point two five. So it's just barely Yacht Rock. Oh, so it's yes, it is scale. Yacht Rock. It is Yacht Rock. It's just barely on the scale. Well, here's how
2: I was going to describe it. I think this is you could listen to this song as you in your car as you were driving to the marina to get on your yacht to go Ooh. out sailing.
0: Carolyn, you're kind of brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's Proto Yacht. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Proto Yacht. It is all. It's adjacent to Yacht. Pre Yacht. Right. It's, it's getting almost you there to the marina. It's your pre party. It's your pre party. Agreed. Agreed.
1: Okay. Oh, no, you guys. This one, I can't even with this one. But listen, for all of you that put this next one down, you are not alone. It is on pretty much every Spotify Yacht Rock playlist, it is all over the place. But um, that's Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Gonna say this one. I think I can. I can speak to. Um, it's too Caribbean. It shares nothing musically with yacht rock. Um, it's not smooth. There's no jazz or soul influence. Um, it's. It's not just about the beach, but it's about a margarita.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had actually. There's a woman in the comments
1: who said. If you people talk about Margaritaville, I have to re-examine our relationship. I love that. (laughs) I know. Now, again, everybody, we're not saying it's a bad song. Just don't call it Yacht Rock. Right. They have a whole episode about it. Yes, a whole episode about how
0: anti-Yacht Rock this song is. And yet it's often mistaken for Yacht Rock. But it's too minimally produced. There's no studio magic at all. It's not smooth. And they really need to emphasize that smooth is not the same thing as mellow. Smooth is cool and polished. And mellow is just like you're smoking a doobie. It's totally
1: different. And there's actually a quote. Wait, 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 up- wait. People who listen to Jimmy Buffett smoke doobies? I'm sorry to break this team <laughs> oh, show. What? Call up your nearest
0: parrot head. Um, there's, a, there's one of my favorite quotes from the, Rebs, from the web series. And somebody listens to Margaritaville, and they say, it's mellow, not smooth, and kind of shitty. <laughs>
1: Do you want to know the score? I definitely yeah. do, because I'm going to say it's like a two. <laughs> yeah. What do
0: you think, Carolyn? I'm going to say a five. 2.75 <laughs> on the Yahtzee <laughs> oh, scale. Oh,
1: wow. Good mm-hmm. job, Michelle. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I really like this next song. Dream Weaver by Gary Wright. <laughs>
0: I love this song but it is not yacht um and this is for the same reason as i'm not in love this is this is spacey that that opening that we love so much is very sci-fi terrestrial it's, it's not terrestrial we needed to be terrestrial to be yacht rock oh wait oh and, it has to, wait yeah, i thought terrestri- come sail
1: away was too terrestrial
0: no, no. That's no extra extraterrestrial. That's like that's, that's extraterrestrial. Yes, we have to, we're sailing, people. We're on the we're water. Sailing. That's on okay. Earth. Right okay. on the Earth. Okay. On the Earth. And this this opening tinkling sound is not of the Earth. It's of the sky. And that is not yacht. It's not yacht. Although they really like him, they say he's a part time yacht rocker. Okay. This one comes in at 32.25. Okay. I was going to say the 30s. Okay. I think they're really hostile about space. Mm-hmm. I think that is just an automatic disqualifier. Even if it's a super smooth song, they don't like space mm-hmm. at all.
1: Okay, you guys help me with this next one because people okay. have feelings about this as being Yacht <laughs> Rock or not. Um, and so help me understand why I think it's not... I don't know. Um, I would. I would... I'm just going to be honest with you. I would have said, yes, this is Yacht Rock. Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. So help me understand this one, scholars. Well, I'm I'm guessing it's not, right? You think
0: not, Carolyn? Yeah, I think
1: not. It's about a street. It's... (laughs) Well... (laughs) Carolyn, you're not a that's where A street is not a boat. I know. I just hear the jazz influence in that sax, in that sax. I I hear the jazz in it. So sometimes the sax gets too saxy and not <laughs> jazzy enough. And
0: it's too saxy. Mm-hmm. But the reason that they give for this not being yacht, you guys, this makes me, even though they can be dicks sometimes, I really love them for this answer. This is about a street where Sherlock Holmes lived. And they're like, Sherlock Holmes is not yacht. <laughs> <laughs> there weren't even yachts back then, were there? Is that even a word when Sherlock Holmes doesn't a even live by the marina? Yeah, he did wear a cap. <laughs> Do you want to know the score?
1: Yeah. 29.25 oh, for Baker Street. I'm protesting. I'm going to be like the man who holds the cardboard sign and it's just going to say, Baker Street <laughs> is Yacht Rock. <laughs> Okay, another good song. This one, this one is one that I have those memories I can't identify tied with, mm-hmm. where it's kind of a lump in my throat, and that's Summer Breeze by Seals and Crops.
0: Summer Breeze makes me feel fine, blowing
1: through the jasmine in my mind. Mm, I love this song, too. It's such a good song. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? What do you think, Michelle? Um, well I have no written down, and then I have because and then nothing else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one really easy way to delineate it, and
0: that is that it's too early. That's what it's i was It's 1974. Saying. It is. I don't yeah. know the dates. Yeah. It's Again, not, it's too early. It is soft, not musically, but not educated. smooth. It's getting smooth, it's adjacent to smooth, but these guys are from Texas. I'm taking this all from the Yacht Rock guys, by the way. They are from Texas, and you can hear a little leftover Texas in the song. It's Mm. not quite twangy, but it's approaching twangy. So they put this in the category of folk
1: easy listening. It's got strummy guitar. There's no strummy in yacht. Also understand, 100% of my education on this came from the Hit Parade podcast and Mm -hmm. from the really silly um, YouTube series with the bad wigs. (laughs) So, um, you know, because to me, it's just music I like or music I don't. That's basically... Um, my education and understanding of music. However, one thing I did learn from the Hit Parade podcast was that, you know, singer songwriters, boom, throw that out. That's not that's Correct. not yacht rock. So especially yeah. the very strong guitar, the very strong, strong strumming of the guitar mm-hmm. um would definitely not make it considered yacht be right to be it considered has to yacht be, rock, yeah. It
0: has to be a um a studio polished mm-hmm. um, session musician, yeah. Production mm-hmm. correct, right. yeah.
1: Okay, so what was the uh, Yatsky score? Summer breeze score is
0: twenty one point uh, seven five. Yeah, I okay.
1: can see that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Um, Hall and Oates, who have a lot of yacht rock, um, official yacht rock songs. Um, what about their song "Rich Girl"?
0: This is confusing too. I have to add before we talk about Rich Girl that um, my dad used to work at a music store and he sold sheet music and he had a teacher come in asking for hauling oats one time and he's like, I looked and I looked and we didn't have any hauling oats. And the guy was like, you have to. It's like the number one song. Well, it turns out my dad was looking for hauling. H-A-U-L-I-N-G. <laughs> Oates. Hauling oats. <laughs> yeah, he was looking for hauling oats. We're like, dad. A big
1: tractor not, full of oats. You lost a sale.
0: You lost a sale <laughs> because of hauling it. oats. This am I? So, yeah, hauling oats are confusing because um, a lot of their songs are pretty smooth. Um, but they're in the web series as a foil. They put hauling oats is in there because they're from the mean streets of Philly. They are mm-hmm. blue-eyed soul, Philly soul, which is not really, yeah, that's East Coast. That's not Southern California. I feel like they tried to jump on the coattails of some of this.
2: Like they saw what was getting airtime and stuff. So I'm going to say it's, it might make it actually. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 52.
1: Wow. Wow, that's very specific. I feel like when I'm playing it in my head right now, I feel like I'm hearing a little doobie bounce in there, maybe a little See that the doobie do, bounce do, is confusing for me. So I'm gonna um yeah, Carolyn, I think you you but we're you know we're we're in the prices right together. So what did you give it? A fifty two? Oh, don't be one of those people that
2: are gonna say <laughs> fifty-one point <or> nine. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> one dollar.
0: <laughs> okay, the actual score for Rich Girl by Hauling Oates um is thirty-seven. Ooh. Ooh. This one is not. This one is not yacht. It's not yacht. Well, and the what you just said, Carolyn, is really interesting. That you know they heard what was on the radio and they were trying to get yachty, but Daryl Hall hates yacht rock.
1: Kenny Loggins, what is he? He doesn't like it either, does he? Is he mad about it?
2: He's middle of the road. Okay,
1: why? Okay. I'm sorry, but. It's basically the spoon that's feeding them still. Why would they hate it? Why would they not do anything but love it? I'm sorry. You know what? Your house in, you know, Breckenridge, Colorado mm-hmm. paid for by the term yacht rock, dude. So mm-hmm. I think they assume this is an ego thing. I think they assume that it's
0: derogatory when in actuality, it's beloved. It's not right. derogatory. No. Yes, we're poking fun. But like you said at the beginning, Michelle, when they're poking fun in this web series, they
1: handle the music very lovingly. They may poke fun at the people, but they love the music. Right. And why would there be so many playlists and albums made if it wasn't Beloved? If
0: people didn't love it so much. Exactly.
1: Uh, Okay, the last song we cannot fail to mention um, here because a lot of people did um, share it. And again, it's on, you weren't the only ones, it's on a lot of playlists. Um, And that's the Pina Colada song by (laughs) Rupert Holmes.
0: If you like Pina Colada song has become the anthem for Yacht Rock for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. as popularized by the cover band Yacht Rock Review. And they readily acknowledge that the Pina Colada song is not Yacht, but they play it because people love it. Mm -hmm. And so this is where the Yacht Rock guys differ from the Yacht Rock Review guys. And when J.D. Risner says,
1: so what are we doing wrong? Well, it's because the Yacht Rock Review are giving people what they want to hear. I was about to say that. It's because, uh, J.D. Risner, you guys are way too... like. Strict, almost, with your parameters of what a yacht rock song is. Tell they're the ones who came up with the people. I know that's like saying the rules for baseball are too strict. By the people who came up with
2: it, oh, we need to have six outs before it goes to an inning, or you know, the bases need to be closer.
1: My husband Brian and I had this same argument when I was, when I first found the Yatsky scale and I was telling him what songs were not, he was furious at half of the songs. And I was saying to him, why are you arguing with the people that created the term? You cannot argue with them. But at the same time, you know, if you're making money off of it, if it was me, I'd be like, sure. The Pina Colada song that's is yacht, yacht.
0: absolutely that's yachty as hell. So
1: that's why I support the Yacht Rock Review guys in giving mm-hmm. the people what they want.
2: They're smart. Mm-hmm. I do want to know is the Rupert Holmes song "Him" on it? Oh, let's find out. Because that was one of those. It came on oh. a playlist, and I knew all the words, and I hadn't thought about that song in fifteen. 50- him, 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 him. What
3: you gonna, gonna, gonna do, do about it? him? gonna have to do without
0: him. Or do without me. Me, Here's the score. 50.50. No oh! What? Squeaker! It's a squeaker. Whoa! hmm I like that. Yeah. He didn't get on with Pina Colada, but he got no. on with him. But the Pina Colada song is not yacht because First of all, Rupert Holmes is a singer-songwriter, Broadway musical type of dude. He wrote songs for the Partridge family. That is not Yacht. And this song is a story song. It's a narrative song where the lyrics are very important. And another one of the tenets of Yacht Rock is that the lyrics are not the driver of the song. It's the groove. It's the smoothness mm. of the song. Sometimes the lyrics will be very nonsensical. Um, They'll be wry. They'll be a little bit dark even. And the Steely Dan character, I think they're telling us this because the Steely Dan character in the web series talks like this. <laughs> yeah, Let's talk
2: about misheard lyrics later and how Steely Dan is... I can't sing Would any like of those songs. Would
0: you like to sing um, your favorite song, Hey? <laughs> yeah. Hey,
2: will come back to you. Hey, will come back to you. Hey, to be honest, I didn't know what the title of this song was. I just thought there was this refrain that was, hey. But that's, hey, yeah, won't you come back to, to me? me? Hey. hey.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and not what it is. And to find
2: out though. not only was... It's a misheard lyric. It's a misheard title. Like, Peg, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then yesterday I was running to a Yacht Rock playlist and um, Listen to the Music came on, which isn't, let's, we don't have it here, and I don't know how that would fit in the Yatsky Scale, but the Doobie Brothers song. And I always thought that's it was- pre,
0: ho- That's pre, that's Doobie's pre-Michael McDonald.
2: Okay. So yes, I'm going to say not
0: yacht. Probably so. Because I, I will can't tell stop you yachting.
2: That. I thought it was Mr. Music. Wait, what? I thought it was <laughs> Mr. Music. Whoa, <laughs> Mr. Music. All the
0: Music. And, oh and it's the title of the song. Like, how?
1: Stay tuned for a whole episode on Miss Heard yes. Lyrics. Yeah, well, I have one, um, a big one. Brian and I were out to dinner, and we've been like obsessed with. The topic Yacht Rock, since we started, I started researching this because I've made him listen to all the podcasts and watch all the stuff with me. Um, and so we're listening, and here's what I think is playing over the, the sound system out at the little outside bar we're sitting in. I'm a bee there, up and over. I'm a bee there. And Brian goes, um, who sings this song? So he Shazams it really quick. And I'm like, oh God, who is it? Who is it? I was like, ah, oh, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. And he goes, James Ingram. Plus Michael McDonald and I was like, of course, and he's like, but what? Like, what are you singing? I'm like, I'm a be there. I mean, he's like, (laughs) look at the title. It's actually called Yamo Be There, and like with a capital B. Wait, Michelle, Hmm. Michelle,
0: this was a huge hit.
1: Yamo be. I thought it was I'ma be there. I'ma no. be there. Wait, no, did you not ever see it written down? No.
2: <coughs> Again, I'm right there with you. And what does Yamo be there even? I mean, Yahweh, like, it's Y A.
1: capital M O, capital, M-O, capital mm-hmm. B, not even B E, capital B, mm-hmm. and then there. Yamo be there.
3: Mm
2: hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: what is stupid? it It's Yahweh. Yahweh is another word. Is it
0: Jesus or God? Well, I know. I know Yahweh means oh, okay. God. Oh, shoot.
1: I just said yeah. it was stupid. Yah. I retract yeah. that <laughs> statement. But um, what's the Mo be there?
0: Yahweh is going to
1: be there for but why you. Is it- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ask Michael And McGonagall. do they say up and over? Yah, Mo be there. Up and over. I thought it was whoop day <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid, Kristen. Why do you think it's that? I think that it's yacht rock too, isn't it? Okay, Yama everybody, shut the
0: fuck up there. right now because that's my essential song. Oh, oh okay, <laughs> oh, okay. Let's talk about my essential song. We each picked a song that we thought was essentially yacht rock, mm-hmm. and my my choice was "Ya Mo Be There." You mean I'ma be there? I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be there. Just wait a right. second, I'm coming. I'ma I'm be
1: there. there. Like I'ma, because you know you don't have time to say I'm going to be there. You just yeah.
0: yes right so why is it essential and i'm not and this does not mean your favorite yacht rock song this is what you think is as you know primal yacht rock most importantly it has michael mcdonald on backup and he also shares lead sometimes with james ingram you have james ingram and quincy jones producing Mm -hmm. james ingram on lead so there's some serious r&b street cred the bounce is real you guys the doobie bounce especially when it is whoop <laughs> which apparently might be up, up and over. over. No, you mean We will have to look over, that
1: up. Be be <laughs> up and up over. And you up. guys, if I could stand up right now, I'd do my doobie bounce for you. And it's just yachty as hell. It is so yachty. will be there. <laughs> what did it get on
0: the Yachtsky scale? Oh, let's find out.
2: But you <laughs> know for sure it's on there?
1: Oh, oh. 78.25. Mm. Solidly yacht. Remind Solidly us and yacht. remind our listeners what the yachtiest song is. The yachtiest song mm-hmm. is what a fool believes. That's right. And that gets a 100. It's a 100. That yeah. sweet bearded baritone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. We okay. What him. were
0: your essentials, you guys?
2: I will tell you my essential was, which I can't believe you guys didn't say, but it's going to have to be sailing. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just cut to the chase, people. Love it. you Love right. it. And that Christopher Cross, I tell you, I feel a little bad for him because he just was kind of defined by that. And then mm-hmm. nothing really happened after that. It's But true. I learned some really interesting things about that album, mm-hmm. which, of course, had a flamingo on it. Mm-hmm. And all of his succeeding albums also had... Flamingos on them. Right. So that's kind of. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. Because when you yeah. said, which of course had a flamingo on it, I was like, how is that relevant? But that is, yeah, if he has a flamingo mm-hmm. on all of his albums, that makes sense. That And yeah, it seems kind of yachty.
2: Um, Christopher Gephardt, I think, is his um, God given name, born in San Antonio. And here's my quick little fun fact his dad was a pediatrician. George Williams. John Sebastian. You no. Know? <laughs> he was a physician in the. Um, military. He was a naval or army. Anyway, he was the pediatrician to Dwight D. Eisenhower's grandchildren.
0: <laughs> I don't know where she finds this stuff. I have no That can't be on a Wikipedia no, that's page. that's so random. I don't know where that How comes from. How cool is that, though? It's a gift, Carolyn. But I mean, that's kind of a, a fun thing. Would you like to know the score?
2: I got to believe it's number two, if it's not.
0: 94.5. Yeah. On the yachtski scale, that's pretty damn yacht. Yeah, that's,
2: I'm impressed. That's yeah. super
0: yacht. And you know,
2: I was reading too, once again, I just feel bad for Jim Messina and I feel bad for Christopher Cross. This is really, <laughs> I've had a little bittersweet moments during this Yacht Rock research because they said kind of the dawn of MTV 1984 mm-hmm. did not favor the Christopher Crosses of the world. And yeah. he, one, didn't his music didn't lend itself to be on there and his look didn't really lend itself to Mm-mm. be on there. And that was kind of the beginning of the end really for yacht rock um, too.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 It's true. Um, and he was a singer songwriter type of guy. He was. And when, I cannot remember who the producer is, but it was one of the yachty producers that all these bands shared. And he was like, I really like this guy, but I don't think his singer songwriter shtick is going to go. Let's change your name to Christopher Cross. Let's get all these band players, all these, what are they called? <laughs> Let's get all these musicians from Steely Dan and Toto, give him a nice smooth sound, and now trifecta win all the Grammys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so my most essential yacht rock song, this and uh, keeping in character, um, I don't know that it's actually a yacht rock song, <laughs> but I don't care because I love this song. And that's I'd Really Love to See You Tonight by England Dan and John Ford Coley. I'm, I'm Tonight. Um, is it a yacht rock song or not? I think it should be because I think it's smooth. I think it's um, I think it has the characteristics of a yacht rock song. But you have to be careful differentiating between
0: soft and smooth. Yeah, I can't. Soft, Sorry. Is, <laughs> soft is there's soft yacht is a subset of soft rock, and so a lot of people take soft rock and how call it is, yacht rock. How is I'd really love
1: to see you tonight? Smooth, not soft.
0: I mean, soft, no, not, it's sort of. not smooth. Because it has, uh, it has guitar. It's got acoustic guitar in it. I'm sure there are exceptions. There are aspects of smoothness to it, but it is not quite sophisticated enough. It doesn't have that session player sound. It's just those two guys and their guitars ah. and a little bit
1: of accompaniment. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, it's too sentimental. Oh, how is it sentimental? Basically, what my husband likes to every time the song comes on, he's like, basically, we can boil this whole song down to yeah. this. I'm not talking about a long term thing. I just really yeah. want to bang you. <laughs> it's like they're they're snowing us on this one. They're making us think mm-hmm. that
0: they're sweet. What's and the score but really though?
1: Really, it's a booty call. Um, the score is 44. I've loved this song for a long time, and it's always been one of those songs. Like I said, that. Pulls up just a weird mem, I don't know, a weird feeling for me mm-hmm. when I hear it, usually at the grocery store and the, you know, dentist office. But, um, until about two months ago, I, I didn't know what the lyrics, I always thought, and this doesn't make any sense what I'm about to say. Yeah. I thought the lyrics were, but it's just what I always heard. So it's what I always sang. I would always sing, I'm not talking about the limit, but I don't want to change your, li- it's, I'm not talking about moving in. And it's the way mm-hmm. that the cadence of moving mm-hmm. in. And I thought it was, I'm not talking about the limit, and I don't... Win. I thought it was, the, they were talking about the linen. The
0: linen, okay. And I didn't know okay. why we
1: would be talking about well, the Well, right, limit. I always knew it is didn't like make the sense, because I could understand mm-hmm. the rest of the lyrics, yeah. but I never got, moving in, I never and got who, that. I, that is almost unintelligible. It like, really who, is. How did they come up with moving Movin in? Moving in. Because they wanted to write a song about, I don't want a long-term thing, I just really, <laughs> really want to bang you. <laughs> you up? Yep. <laughs> yeah, Booty call. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have
0: one more to ask you guys about And I have not cheated and looked at the score here But I really want to know Because one thing for sure All of these songs that we've talked about All dudes There are no women No women And actually they said in Afternoon Delight They're like no there are hippie chicks in that song (laughs) So there are some exceptions Mm -hmm. Okay so tell me what you think about this song then Lot of Love by Nicolette Larson
1: I'm going to say it is Do you think so? I'm going to say yeah. there's a guitar in there that I don't know about, so I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to look it up.
2: It's going to be Barely.
0: Okay. Nicolette Larson, Lot of Love comes in at 60. I have a song I want to ask
2: you about. Okay, It is, talk about a, a specific memory when I hear the song. It's Still the One by Orlean. Oh. was the theme song for ABC's fall lineup. I remember that. And it that. was like, still the one. And again, you guys know about me. You had these like celebrities from the different shows together, like dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including Phoebe Tyler that. from
0: All My Children was in one of the balloons. Remember they were hot oh, yes, air balloons balloon. flying into the sky? Yes. Why do we have this in our brain, Carolyn? I don't. This think- is crazy. I'm i just- find that on
1: YouTube and post it on Instagram because mm-hmm. that is to- such yes, a please. cute memory. Yes, and Phoebe the Tyler's one. like waving down at all the people with well, yeah, her hot number? air balloon. So is that yacht or not? Look it up all right, for let's me. Let's find out.
0: Still the one Orleans. 31.25, <gasps> not yacht. Not oh yacht. my. Sorry. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I'm gonna tell you that that was on my Peloton yacht rock rides this morning. Oh, you should call her. <laughs> no, because <laughs> the poor woman, that's what she said. Before like half the songs, she said. I don't want to get any comments like I did last (laughs) time. Talk about, I
1: think this is one of the most controversial topics beyond politics right now that people get really defensive Oh, the Twitter threads are insane. I was reading some of the Twitter threads on Baker Street. I got too anxious at the conflict going on. I had to look away.
0: It's where Sherlock's, why can't I say Sherlock's, Sherlock Holmes, it's where Sherlock Holmes lives. So you guys, I'm so glad to talk to you about this today because my husband has had it. He has had it with all my yacht rock talk. We have a yacht rock moratorium at our house now, but I just feel so learned. I feel, I feel like some kind of musicologist or something. Do we get, are we going to get certificates in the mail? I mean,
1: I'm not, but you guys will. <laughs> I'm getting a lump of coal. <laughs> no, I think you've
0: learned a lot, Michelle. I do think I've you learned, learned a, lot. a lot. Like I said, I think I would yes. get a C.
1: And you guys, you know what? That, that kind of pains me because I was very, you know, I was a very good student and I, I yeah. didn't want to get Cs. But I, I, I think I could squeak by with a C. I think, and that's a pass. That's You're right. passing. Cs
0: get degrees. Well, and I think all of our listeners should also be getting certificates today after what they have just gone through with us dissecting all of these songs. And please, people, remember, again, just because something isn't yacht does not mean it's not good. It's just not yacht, which could be meaningless. <laughs> mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't mean you can't listen to it on a boat. Right. You should definitely listen to it on a boat if you want to. Go right ahead. Yeah. So thanks so much for hanging out with us today for what I hope will be a recurring topic for the PCPS. And join us next
2: time when we'll do a deep dive on the most seventieth year of the 70s the 200th anniversary of our country's birth, 1976.
1: And don't forget to follow us where you listen. Click those stars. It's so easy. Please click those stars. And share your love of the PCPS with friends. We really appreciate it. In the meantime,
0: let's raise our glasses for a toast. Courtesy of Jack Tripper and Janet Wood and Chrissy Snow, two good times.
1: Two happy days. Two little house on the prairie. And don't forget to keep the fire. cheers. Cheers. Cheers
2: singing a song